Welcome Gwen Murray, our speaker for tonight. All right. Well, good evening, everybody. I am um, really excited to be teaching this because uh, by the world standard, a couple of years ago, I wasn't qualified to teach about laying aside every weight. So thank you, Jesus, for um, persuading my heart of what is true about me. And as a result of that, I can stand here and bear all of my soul without any problem. Okay, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your abiding presence. I thank you, Lord, that you have come and died and was resurrected from the dead in order to make us one with you. And now, Father, with boldness, we can say that we are one with perfect love. We are one with the anointed one. We are one with wisdom. We are one with power. I thank you, Father, that every person under the sound of my voice will hear your word and be transformed and changed by it in the name of the resurrected Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, I tell you, it's been a long journey. One that I didn't even think I would make it. Um, not the losing of the weight part, but the despair of all of the years of being overweight. The hopelessness that came with it as a result of diets. Every time I tried a diet, I would have a measure of success and then the inevitable failure. And the reason that there is going to be failure is because the root issue has not been dealt with. So tonight I want to talk about my journey into losing the weight of, that was in my heart. See, the Bible tells us that as a man thinketh, so is he. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. And the place that we believe is our hearts. So our hearts are the breeding ground for either lies or the truth. And for so many years of my life, my heart was the breeding ground for lies because I believed what I was told by those who I thought knew me best. I believed what was said about my physique by what the clothing industry said, by what the dressing room said, what the mirror said, what Madison Avenue said. The culture of the world will try to conform us to its image. And it did me for years by people that spoke over my life and said, you're fat, fat so, and because I believed that, 
in my heart, it began to manifest in my life with pounds, with isolation, with depression, with a defeated mentality. See, these are the weights that are in the heart that will keep you entrapped in the belief that your life will never change. But I discovered by the grace of God that those were lies. And just like lies manifested in my life, the truth would give birth and manifest in my life also. Hear what Proverbs 420-24 says. <clears throat> now this is in my devotional where I cry out, help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. I'm talking about a cry from the heart of an individual who is fed up completely and totally with all self-effort. Oh, I'm going to do the Atkin diet. Oh, I'm going to do the Mediterranean. Oh, I'm going to do the paleo or the keto. I'm going to do everything that is outside of me. But the Bible says we have everything that we need on the inside of us. And his name is Christ Jesus. His name is the hope of glory. He is my confident expectation of experiencing what God says about me. And so I cried out to the Lord and he heard me. It didn't seem like it. I want to talk to a a position that we get into because of the power of believing a lie. It will grip you and keep you a slave in a defeated mentality. It will keep you bound to hopelessness and despair. And I know that there's people here and under the sound of my voice who believe that their lives will never change. But I want to declare to you as living proof and a trophy of his grace. Hey, I'm talking about years of being under the bondage that my life will not change. And here I am standing before you, unshackled by what the world says about this girl. And only believing what my daddy says about me. Because he says that his promises, they shape me. They will shape my life. They will manifest. And I'm living proof that his word is true. My son, attend to my words. Consit and submit to my sayings. Let them not depart from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart, your believer, for they are life to those who find them, 
healing and health to all their flesh. Keep and guard your heart with all diligence and above all that you guard, for out of it are the springs of life. Our hearts is the place that we live from. There is no need to go anywhere to find the solution to any problem that you may have. The solution is in your heart. Christ, the wisdom of God. Christ, the power of God. Christ, the life of God. Christ, the image, likeness of God. So, when I cried out to God to deliver me, to help me, to save me, because of the distress and the stress and the turmoil and the chaos that comes with believing lies, I couldn't hear him. Well, was he speaking? Yes, he was speaking. But until I let go of my self-effort and sat down at the end of myself and cried and said, unless you persuade my heart that my life can be different, I will die fat. I will. And the Bible says he sent his word to heal us and to deliver us from the destruction and the pit. But I couldn't hear the word of the Lord for me because of the chaos. And it wasn't until I started sitting down and hearing the gospel repeatedly week after week, surrounding myself with like-minded people who love Jesus, who preach Jesus, who talk Jesus, who walk Jesus, that I began to hear the word of the Lord from me. And I heard him say, you are tall and thin like a palm tree to, to me through my friend. He sent his word to heal me. But I'm like the Shunammite bride in the Song of Solomon at that time because I couldn't believe I was bound by what my eyes in the natural could see. And that word was, you are tall and slim like a palm tree. And I said, this woman is not looking at me. This woman is not seeing me. Well, she wasn't seeing me through the eyes that I see me through. She was seeing me through the eyes of Jesus. And that is what he was saying about me. And I rejected it like the Shunammite bride. Go away for a season. I don't believe that. I am not tall and thin like a palm tree. Mm. Glory to Jesus. But the Bible says with the heart a person believes... And my friend and the Holy Ghost kept sending forth his word to heal me and to deliver me with words of persuasion. I remember sitting and listening to the Bible study. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. And I'm thinking inside of myself as the Holy Spirit's prompting, look up the characteristics of a palm tree. 
and I look up the characteristics and I'm proud of my list, but there was one that was missing that was added to me by my friend Tina. She said, you have one that is missing, Gwen. A palm tree sheds dead weight. And I know it's true. Because I was in California and I saw the palm trees shedding dead weight. Hmm, glory to God. I want to share with you what happened to me in Chicago with this very idea in mind of how God can send his word to us, but we can reject it. We can refuse it. I'm sitting in another meeting and I'm hearing my friend preach the gospel. And she's talking about the Shunammite and the bride king. And the bride king is saying to her, or she's saying to him, I know I'm so unworthy, so in need. How many of us say that? We are unworthy. We were worthy enough for him to come and rescue us, to die for us. And the Shunammite king says, yet you are so lovely. The Shunammite says, I feel as dark and dry as the desert tents of the wandering nomads. But the shepherd king, our Jesus said, yet you are so lovely. And then the Shunammite says, please don't stare in scorn because of my dark and sinful ways. And the the shepherd king says, oh, my radiant one. Do you see the contradiction? I'm tall and thin like a palm tree. But I'm saying to myself, I'm not tall and thin like a palm tree. Jesus sends his word to heal us. And we have the opportunity to receive it or to reject it. And this is what he shared with me in in Chicago as Connie was speaking this out. He said, did you ever notice that the son doesn't say to me, I'm not coming out today? Do you ever notice that the stars do not say, I don't think I'm going to shine or twinkle tonight? He said, but my creation, the highest creation, my man refuses to believe what I speak and say over him. And we have the power to reject what Almighty God says or to receive what power we have in us. What power we have. And so that day in Chicago, I said to him, unless you persuade my heart, I will die fat. Guess what? That was his way of persuading my heart that my life could be different. And I lifted my hands and I said, Father, I thank you that you are unrelenting in your pursuit to persuade us of your truth about us, Lord. I believe, Father, that if you call me beautiful, I am beautiful. If you say that I am tall and thin like a palm tree, then I'm tall and thin like a palm tree. If you say that I am more than a conqueror, 
then that is who I am, Father. From this day forward, I thank you for persuading my heart of your truth. Yes, <clears throat> This is how our Father persuades our heart. He said to me, you are tall and thin like a palm tree, Gwen. And for years of my life, years, I lived under the bondage of the sin identity of what the world called me, what some family members called me, what teachers called me, what some friends called me behind my back. For years lived trying to prove something to the world. But I tell you today, I love not the world nor the things that are in this world. For all that is in this world is the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And they can never satisfy you nor tell you who you really are. That's right, amen. And so I live by every word that he says about me. And I ask him daily, persuade my heart, enlarge my capacity, Father, to believe what you say about me. We're talking about getting rid of weight, physical pounds, but I'm talking about getting rid of the weight of a lack mentality. Believing in lack when God has declared that we are one with him. When he has declared that he has given himself as a gift to us. We have inherited God. Amen. What does that mean? So I say to you tonight, believe. And if you don't believe, say, Father... Help, help, help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Because I declare to you, he will send his word to heal you and to deliver you. He will. Thank you, Jesus. Here's what he says to me and here's what he says to you. Yes, look how you made all your lovers to flourish like palm trees, each one growing in victory and standing in strength. Do you feel weak today? Do you feel weak? Do you feel like you're drained? Do you feel like your life has no purpose? Hear what he says to you. He says you're standing with strength. And you're growing in victory. Glory to God. Amen. This is what our God says about us. And we, we, me, myself, and I have determined. My determined purpose is to know him. Because when I know him, I know myself. I know who I am in this world. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's a heart issue, people. It's always a heart issue. You know, he says again, guard your heart above all that you guard. 
Why not guard your bank account? Why not guard your children? Why not guard your wife or your husband? But he said, above all that you guard, he didn't tell you don't guard them, but above all that you guard, guard your heart. For out of your heart flows the issues or the boundaries or the limitations of your life. Your heart determines how far you'll go. Your heart determines what you will have in life. If you think you can't have it, guess what? You're right. You can't. If you think that God doesn't love you because your situation didn't circ- or circumstance didn't pan out like you thought it would, for you, he, he doesn't love you. But he has already demonstrated his love for us in that Christ died for us. And that is the bedrock of my belief. My body does not dictate whether God loves me. My pocketbook doesn't dictate whether God loves me. The fact that my husband died doesn't dictate whether God loves me. Nothing in this world dictates to me that my God loves me because he died, he was buried, and he was resurrected from the dead to make us one. I have no need. I am complete in him. And this is what's true about you. Thank you, Jesus. Hear what the Bible says. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth that which is good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth that which is evil. For the out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Well, this is God's way of creating also. It's our way because we were created in his image and after his likeness. That's why the things that we say with our mouths, it's because we believe it in our hearts. I believed in my heart for years that I was unlovable. I believed in my heart for years that I was fat. I believed in my heart for years that I was a failure and I would never have victory over this area of my life. For years, and it manifested. Because I'm like God. I believe, therefore, I speak. Even if I work it in the negative, it works. The spirit of faith are being persuaded as we believe, therefore we speak. And God is saying to us in his whole creation and everything that he did, it came out of the abundance of his good heart. Now I want to share with you something. For a long time I didn't believe that I had a good heart because I heard scriptures like, who can know the heart? It's desperately wicked. And you're taught these things. And you believe what you're being taught. But I remember reading the scripture and hearing in Ezekiel where the father says, I will give you a new heart. A new heart. (sighs) I will give you new and right desires. 
and put a new spirit within you. I will take out of your stony hearts of sin and give you new hearts of love. I have a good heart. You have a good heart. And it was given to you by God. And no one, absolutely no one, can change that. So I encourage you today to believe what the Father says about you and begin to plant those good seeds in your heart. The good seeds of the glory of God. What is his opinion? What is God's opinion of you in Christ? That you begin to believe that. He says to those who are weak, say, I am strong. But Lord, I'm tired. Lord, I'm worn out. Lord, I don't have an ounce of strength. I am your strength. Those who are in poverty without financial support, I'm poor. Let the poor say, I am rich. Let those who have broken hearts declare that he has come and healed my broken heart and has given me a brand new heart. A new way of thinking, a new way of believing, a new way of of living in this life because if Jesus has not been raised from the dead, we should be pitied of all people. I tell you that we are not entertaining a fantasy or a wise, a wives fable or or a story but we are entertaining the almighty God who says these glorious and wonderful things about us I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me I am more than a conqueror I am not condemned Because there is therefore now no more condemnation for this girl or for you. For years I lived in a cycle of of diets and defeat and dieting and defeat and dieting and defeat for years because I believed the lie that I was a failure. I just couldn't do it. And thank God I couldn't do it. Because if I could have done it, it would have been, oh, look at what I've done. Yeah, come on. Come on. It's look what I did. I pulled myself up by my bootstraps. Yeah, but God said, it's not in your own strength. strength. It's not in your own power. But it is by my spirit. Yes, Lord God. See, we can work and work and work and keep running around like chickens with our heads cut off. But I declare to you, sit your butt down. Come on. Don't do one more thing. Some people would ask me, well, you had to do something. 
I did. I sat my butt down. <laughs> and when I sat down, he began to speak to my heart. And those things that he said persuaded my heart. And I declare to you, with that persuasion came the plan. Yes. My plan is not going to be your plan. It may be your plan, but I'm not going to guarantee it's, it's going to be your plan. You know why? Because we're different physiologically. That's right. And the Holy Spirit who knows all things knows your body. And the plan of action that he gives to you is going to be what's going to work for you. But the key to it all is developing a relationship with Jesus. That's the purpose of the devotional. It's to develop a relationship with Jesus. By speaking to him boldly with unreserved speech. That means, well, you already know it. I can't hide nothing from you anyway. You said if I make my bed in hell, you're there. If I fly away to the sky, you there also. So where can I hide from you, Lord? So I might as well just tell you, you know my thoughts from afar off. You know them before I even think them. Yeah, come on. Okay, then. Since that's true, and I can come to you boldly without the fear of condemnation. Look, I've been dealing with this weight for all my life. What are we going to do about this? Come on, if that's the way you want to talk. He said with unreserved speech. If something's been bothering you, don't stuff it down. Don't hide it. Don't pretend like it's not there. Go and sit your butt down and say to God exactly what is on your heart. Because I declare to you, he will speak with you with unreserved speech too. And when he does... Your life will change. It's called the sweet sound of correction. Because it is sweet. And it will bring forth the peaceable fruit of righteousness. And all righteousness is, is the state of one who is as he ought to be. God wants us to be as we ought to be and how we ought to be is one with him. One with him in mind, body, spirit, soul. Bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh. He wants us one with him. For he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So as he is, so are we in this world. Now, how is he? After I started my journey of losing the weight, I had a hiccup. And the hiccup was my body. I began to manifest the stress that I had lived under for that whole year of taking care of my husband around the clock. And it waited until he was gone. A year later, it began to manifest in my flesh. Through inflammation, through the swelling of my joints, through um, the retaining of fluid, I couldn't wear my heels. 
for a whole year. Couldn't wear my heels, and I love to look tall and thin like a palm tree. And my heels kind of helped me do that, you know what I mean? And I couldn't put them on. My knees, my ankles, my feet, my arms, my shoulders, all was in pain to the point of a thousand milligrams of ibuprofen. No, a thousand milligrams of acetaminophen, Tylenol, and 800 milligrams of ibuprofen every four hours. And this went on for months. And I was like, don't you care? Don't you care, Lord? I'm rubbing my ankles and looking down at my feet. And I heard the Lord say, Abraham considered not his own body. See, he always sends his word. Mm-hmm. He always sends his word. Abraham considered not his own body, which was good as dead. He said, you think your body is a problem for me? I raised Jesus from the dead after being dead three days. I said, all right then. Okay then, let's work on this. Persuade my heart, Lord. See, that's where I go every time I have unbelief about anything in my heart. Persuade my heart, Lord. Persuade me of this reality that I am one body with you, Lord, and that I have your system working in me, not the one that went down in the grave, but the resurrected body. I have your immune system. I have your lymphatic system. I have your liver, your kidneys, your brains, your mind. Everything that you have is mine, Lord. Because you said in your word that the husband has power over the wife's body. And the wife has power over the husband's body. Do y'all just think that means natural? It doesn't. I'm partaking of the body of Jesus. He nourishes, cherishes, and feeds his body. We are the body of Christ. And we partake of the resurrected body. I'm talking to you about his word that he sends. I'm talking about believing what he says to you when he speaks his word. I'm talking about taking that word as seed into your heart, your good heart. And watching it first the blade, then the ear, and then the full grown corn. And then the multiplication because every seed is in itself has the power and the ability to reproduce after its own kind. So I'm standing up here before you with my heels on, dancing, my feet not swelling up, my joints loosening up. The last little residual is the shoulders and I ain't ashamed to say it because he's working that out too. I'm telling you there's hope people. When we believe what our good father says about us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He told me if, if you ask anything in my name because of your relationship with me. I will do it. Here's what I ask him. I said, Father, I thank you for every person 
under the sound of my voice that their lives would be transformed and that they will never ever be the same. I thank you Lord for the power of your Holy Spirit that is at work in each one of us because it is not in our own strength. It is you, Father, who are working in us to both will and to do your good pleasure. I thank you, Father, that you have made it easy for us. We no longer have any more limitations, no more excuses. I'm telling you, I am living proof of a woman who has said yes to Jesus. I told myself for years, I'm not good in English. I'm not a good writer. Are you all holding a copy of a book written with excerpts by Gwen Myrie? A published book? Yes. He said, I told him that, and this is what he said to me. He said, you have the best-selling author living on the inside of you. And you can do it because I will do it through you. And that's my word to some of you. Stop trying. Sit down and say to Jesus, unless you persuade my heart that my life can be different, I will die. And you put it in the blank and you give it to him. And you allow for his word to come and to persuade you, even when you don't believe, like he did for me. So Father, thank you. In the name of the resurrected Jesus, that lives are being changed, transformed from glory to glory. Lord, it is you who is doing this work, and it is marvelous in our eyes. I thank you that every dream that died, I thank you that is resurrected in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, every failure you say to that failure, there is therefore now no more condemnation for you because you are in Christ. I thank you, Father, that you only speak a word of victory over us, even as you said, the righteous shall flourish like palm trees. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.